0: Afternoon, good evening, or good night. Welcome to Completely Machinima. And uh, as we've mentioned the past couple episodes, we're changing our focus of the episodes to focus on the films, which is everybody's favorite. Um, Don't forget to check our blog for the latest news about Machinima Omniverse and Unreal and and all the different games that we cover. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lots of good information um, being published over there. Uh, But today we are here to talk uh, with... Uh, about one of our film picks. My name is Phil Rice. With me is Damien Valentine, Tracy Harwood, and Ricky Grove. Hello. 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 And Damien, we're going to talk about your film today. Um, Most Precious Gift, I believe it's called. Tell us about it.
1: Uh, So this was actually my second pick because last week, Tracy beat me to the...
2: (laughs) 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 Um, It's a good second pick. It is. Um, It's... (sighs)
1: actually quite similar in visual style it's a it's another very realistic space um film it's all everything is very detailed but this one's actually rendered with nvidia omniverse and um when i found this and i watched it i was thinking about some of our previous discussions where we've talked about how people will make tutorial um videos with iClone or unreal or omniverse but they don't actually make any Real films. And so hmm. this is one of the first real films I found with uh, um, Omniverse. And it sets the bar pretty high, at least as far as what I can see. And two weeks ago, Phil, when we were talking about your film, um the guy and it was saying about plagiarizing and learning by copying other people, there's a scene quite early on in this film where there's a shot of a window. It's all frosted and you can see the reflection of the spaceship interior on the glass so as soon as i finished watching it i loaded that verse and tried to recreate that effect because I, mm-hmm. I just really liked the way that looked and i thought i'm not copying the whole shot or anything like that i just wanted to know how they got the reflective glass to do that and it looked so good um so this is a film that is very inspiring to me just from the visual side of it but i found this, the story itself was very interesting and very unusual um it's created by uh someone i'm going to probably butcher this name So I do apologize. Uh, Shang Yu Wang uh, from China. So the the spoken dialogue is in Chinese, but there is English uh, subtitles at the bottom, which will help uh, make it easy to follow the story. And it's a very spooky film, but it's not... I don't know if you could really classify it as pure horror because of the way the story unfolds. Um, There's alien life forms in it, And they're very alien. It's not like Star Trek where it looks like a human with some (laughs) lumpy bits stuck on their face. These are very alien creatures with a completely alien way of living. And it kind of deals with humanity's struggle to try and understand them because they're applying human thinking with how to appeal to these alien creatures. But of course, the alien creatures have no concept of human values. They've got something very different. And I'm not going to spoil it because that's the whole basis of the story. But uh, that that was something that really appealed to me as well. So um, what do you guys think of it?
2: Oh, I liked it very much. Um, It is a fairly common trope in science fiction. The not first contact, but the ability to break communication between two entirely different species. That's been a, a theme in science fiction over and over again. There was a famous film in the last four or five years. Arrival. Uh, Arrival. There yeah. you go. Know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's always a compelling and interesting uh, uh, topic. I thought that the the alienness of the character I thought was just marvelous. I I did, find, and and of course the look is beautiful. But I found it a bit to be like a a really incredibly designed candy, in which the wrapper was just fantastic fantastic and you finally open it up and you eat the candy and it's it's a pretty good candy It's a normal kind of candy yeah. the expectations for this fantastic story and their final breakthrough were a bit of a letdown I won't spoil it by telling you what actually happened but it seemed somewhat the the people who were trying to communicate with the aliens seemed to be somewhat stupid because they kept thinking technology. That's what they'll want. They want our technology. So we'll give them this super-duper, you know, cosmic ray gun. And, of course, they just get – they don't care for it. Well, you can pretty easily guess what it is they want. And when they finally get it I, – I, I hate to say this, but it's the kind of thing that just makes me cringe, the kind of sentimental ending – where what they finally come up with is such a cliche that it just, it didn't ruin the film for me, but it just, I suppose my life is just different. I look at the world in different ways, you know? I think the great majority of people will probably find that ending and how they actually finally communicate with the alien perfectly acceptable and nostalgic. But personally for me, who likes... A little more originality, I just found it a letdown in it. But overall, I, I just thought it was a marvelous story. The Eastern cultures, like like Japan and and China, use nostalgia and sentiment in very different ways. Oftentimes, they'll like in a, a manga or in um, anime, they'll actually use sentimentality and then turn it upside down they'll they'll do something with it that's unique um they didn't do that in this case they just relied on the sentiment in it, and i was a bit disappointed in it but not so much to say that i didn't like the film which i did
3: mm. well okay do you want my view on it yes slightly more uh actually I, I some of some of um ricky's comments are kind of sort of think very similar ways really it's it's nearly 14 minutes long, which was very similar to the one that we reviewed last week, 13, so 14 minutes long. Um, and for the first three and a half minutes of it, all you're all you're seeing really is just positioning of the story. It's kind of setting the scene, building up the suspense for what's to come. It's kind of a a story of impending doom. You kind of get this notion of planetary failure, alien invasion. Um, you know death and destruction all that sort of stuff and or, or at least that's kind of how it came across to me and I, I think what's kind of interesting because it's told in Chinese with this sort of translation over the top of it what what I what I really picked up on is the 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 voice actor has just the right tone um, because of course you don't understand a word or certainly I didn't understand the word of the Chinese language that's being spoken which means your attention is drawn to the titles as the kind of the story gets going that text I think has the potential to be really distracting um but actually the next part where the astronaut kind of leaves the earth you kind of see you see the animation that they, they kind of travel to this alien planet not too sure why because it's supposed to be about Earth but there, there's this sort of travel scene in it um to make some kind of exchange with this alien overlord um the, and, the, and the characters kind of talking to a commander it's it's all quite dark uh, uh, and so um surprisingly i think you're able to follow what's what's going on but you're, you're doing it primarily through um the text and the tone of the voice and the and the mm. soundscape mm. um and then the next bit of it from about nine minutes on is really um the film um, and, you know, there's this kind of quite surprising reveal at the end of it where there's not a lot of um, talking, but it's kind of done in sort of chunks, I think. Um, and having been set up as this kind of suspenseful interaction, um, you know, there's kind of an alien attack and a failed mission, um, which you kind of feel is is bound to sort of, you know, destroy the life of this astronaut. astronaut. There's kind of... Something magical that kind of happens, um, and yes, it's invasive and and yes, it's intrusive and disorientating. But what you kind of see is and is is it's kind of an, an alien recreating memories. I won't kind of spoil it beyond that. But the, basically, what it's doing is invading the astronaut um and then revealing emotions, and that's actually quite an interesting theoretical concept about what is alien or um you know it's kind of a, it's kind of a traditional sort of way of thinking about what's alien or animal and and human what's the difference it's this idea of um humans have emotions nothing else does um so this reference to emotions i think it's really quite an interesting play and i'd say probably the folks behind it may be quite academic in in their understanding of of the concepts that are being shown in this story mm, mm. and and obviously you know what, what you've um, picked up on Ricky I also picked up on the fact that it's actually quite a sticky um, it leaves quite a sticky taste in the mouth really doesn't it with the with the feelings that are portrayed at the end of it and I, and right. I immediately thought of you and the comments that you made last <laughs> month about emotion uh, um, uh, when, when it kind of got to that sort of um, point of the story but what I liked about it was the journey that the creator took you on from the from this kind of place of hopelessness and fear to breakthrough and humanity or at least you know at least what the essence of humans are um, that sets them sets them apart from kind of other living things Uh, and the way that that was told I thought was also quite intriguing because they start with this idea of like a cardboard wall not sure why but you have this kind of cardboard presentation Um, and then these kind of um, travel scenes in the spaceship that was that was very similar to what we saw in last week's um, film. And then this kind of alien planet and hostile encounter, fully back to this person's um, long-forgotten memories of, of a homeland. Uh, and I thought that was really quite clever. It, that that yeah. kind of sense of journey is, takes you through all these different styles. I thought that was very... Very clever, very, very interesting in how it's done. There is something I will mention, there, because when I did a bit of research onto this, this has been entered into the fifth annual Global Game Art Contest, which is a Chinese CG contest that aims to showcase Chinese art talents and promote cultural exchanges. And the deadline for it is actually December this year. So this film only came out a month ago. Um, so as we report on this, this is still a live contest. Um, which I think is uh, is is quite interesting. Um, and it will, be, it will be, I think, quite interesting to see how this finishes up in that contest. Um, but at the moment, we don't know.
2: Phil, well, over to you. At good criticisms also always points out things that you've missed and makes you enjoy the, especially if it's positive criticism, makes you enjoy the artwork even more, and that's what your your comments just did. I like the film better now <laughs>
0: <laughs> phil yeah i i think uh well, to get out of the way first uh craft wise you know as far as the design the the lighting the animation the, even the sound and uh, i mean I have no quarrel with it whatsoever it's it's some really delicious moments. Um, I could have done without the opening you talked about it Tracy as as almost like three different mm. segments. I hadn't really broken it down that way in my mind until you said it, but yeah, that is uh, what it is' and it, it so it, I could have done without the emblem segment altogether the 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 setup for me, lop that off. It's still a meaningful story, you know? I mean, I, I could get there what where I needed to. Um, I was a little bit put off by the, um, the trope, I think because I read Solaris in the last 12 months. Oh-hoo-hoo. And there's just no outdoing Oh-hoo. that or even competing with that in terms of alien entity who wants to in- understand or invade the minds of humans this is kind of a pale shadow um but it's clearly influenced by that tradition so yeah, yeah it was hard to get that out of my head but that's not going to be most most viewers um and i too i think where it ended up arriving um i think i just expected more um in, in, in expected something even remotely innovative innovative about their take on this idea right of that unique aspect of uh seemingly unique aspect of humans and and you know it's 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 all born of this idea that that boy would aliens really be puzzled by this kind of iron man core of irrationality that we carry around with us and let us influence our decisions that would be what would baffle them that, that's the premise of this really again is that that's the mystery that's there's something weird about that which is a very arrogant thing to say i think but um i mean arrogant as a species uh, we we have no idea how unique that is and we don't even fully understand what it is um but that doesn't mean that some some other advanced species would necessarily be at all baffled by it right um but anyway that aside uh you know, it wasn't the job of this film to resolve that uh, philosophical quandary. Um, I-, I liked it overall. I just, I th- I think that I was just, with the journey that it took us on, I was hoping that there would be something of an insight or even an attempt at an insight. Um, and it just, it did. It all felt kind of played, um, yeah. but beautifully crafted. Um, and if they were, indeed creating this for a showcase and they're wanting to, to show different styles, then uh, that's probably as good a way to do it as any good, as good an excuse as any to incorporate three really completely different animation styles and settings into one mostly cohesive film. Then I guess that's the way to do it. But narratively I could have done without the first third.
2: Yeah. Um, Good points, would, Phil.
0: And I think it would hold up well yeah. without all that, because none of none of that underlying history really ended up mattering.
2: Mattering in the um, end. Yeah, right it, did, it
0: didn't weigh in at all. Yeah. I mean, maybe for some, it, it kind of elevated the imagination and and made this world building a little bit more in depth. But for me, I, I just I feel like it was kind of fluff. Yep. Yeah. I don't mean that as insulting as it sounds, but there's no way to use that word without it kind of having an edge to it. But I just, I felt like it was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, But I liked the film. Subtitles, Tracy, you you talked about that. Yeah. The, um, Mm -hmm. I think part of the issue with the subtitles for me was something that it's very simple and very technical, but their position. Mm -hmm the fact that they were all the way down at the very, very bottom edge of the screen and the fact that I had to rely on them to know what was happening.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So I spent half the time not looking at the image on the screen and instead of looking at the very, very bottom, whereas if those had just been positioned a little bit more traditionally,
3: Mm
0: -hmm. you notice subtitles that are like brought in by TV or by video engine or whatever, the position matters. You 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 don't want to have to draw the person's view completely away from the screen to see them. Um so I I feel like nudging those up a bit might have helped a bit. Um because the fact that they were down at the bottom when I'm watching full screen, I mean it's a it's a great deal of difference in angle. Yeah, we were talking yeah. earlier in an earlier episode about the yeah, the way our eyes work and focus and all that. And for me, that was that's what made those challenging because I I mean, I watch TV with subtitles all the time. Um I'm not even hard of hearing yet, I don't think. But I just like it. Uh, we can watch it lower volume, and it doesn't matter, and all that. Um, so, having subtitles, no problem. I have no issue with that. But yeah, they were a little. They had to wedge them all the way down on the screen, I think, because they were all bilingual. So yes. they had to they had to fit them somehow. Um, anyway, that that was just a thought that came to mind when you mentioned the subtitles. That, that yeah, it was. Uh, I found myself wishing I could could read those and watch at the same time. Bring
2: them up right. I think they missed an opportunity to uh, create suspense when they, uh, when they could have had the lead female character uh, indicate that she was retiring, that this was her last mission,
0: <laughs> and she could she could she could have like a, a really crazy partner who's like yeah, yeah. suicidal, exactly. and she could, say, she could just keep saying i'm getting too old for this shit
2: i'm getting too old i'm getting too old yeah but they they didn't they chose not to do that so yeah
0: it's a, it, it's a missed opportunity one yeah. other thing in seriousness um, regarding the uh the animation how in the world did they pull off the tendrils
2: i know oh, i was thinking that was that so good.
0: Too. That's like some James Cameron shit there, you know? That's like Terminator 2 stuff. It's like, how are they doing that? In whatever as... they made this in, I don't know how they did that, but that was remarkable.
1: I know yeah. you can't do that with um, Omniverse, at least not yet, so they right. must have done it
0: somehow. It's amazing. I mean, that's high-level CG work, or at least it certainly appears like it, and it was perfectly done. Yeah, uh, It fit. like it, it 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 didn't look off-place on the screen. It, it seemed to just blend right in with the rest of the tech being used but yeah, that yeah. was absolutely amazing i've never seen anything like that i think
1: that's uh, one of the things is the alien out, with the tendril effects and the design of it is very different from last week's video this yeah. creature feels very new and weird yeah. the way it should do yeah,
0: yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah that that tendrils thing just blew my mind um I, I i have no you know it's it's sometimes we we often see stuff that we're like how'd they do that yeah. but this one was this was genuinely uh, oh my god how did they yeah. do that I really want to know
2: yeah it it also really produced an emotional response in me it mm-hmm. it made me feel kind of creepy well while, while oh yeah, watching it yeah, happen. yeah. the
0: sound for them was perfect it was executed so well that part
3: yeah. yeah which is why the last part is a bit of a letdown isn't it really yes,
0: the contrast between so. the two yeah.
3: yeah yeah I certainly expected a little bit more of the Okay, well I guess we're done on that film. Yeah. Yep. That was very good, Damien. Good
0: yeah, great
1: pick. I'm glad you enjoyed it.
0: Kind of ties in with what uh is fast approaching us here, which is Halloween, huh? Halloween. It's it's quite spooky. Spooky. Okay.
2: I think and next, next week weeks. we
0: have some picks from our our in-house Halloween aficionado, Mr. Ricky Grove. He's gonna have some some scary stuff.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Looking forward to that very much. I know. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to send <laughs> us your feedback at uh Look for the talk button, and uh, you can send it to us by email or by other methods. So yep. uh, let us know what you think about all these. Was I being uh, too hard on this this movie? Were Were we? No, no. Or I think did we, we were... did. We love it. No, I <laughs> want them to tell us. Oh.
2: <laughs> all, right, that's it. all right. See you next week. Bye. See you. Bye bye.